Hi, everybody. Welcome to the UEA's Nursing Podcast. Um, and today we're having one of our Meet the Lecturer episodes. Um, so today we have with us Lorraine Randelson. Welcome, Lorraine. Hello. Good morning, Joe. Thank you for having me. Oh, thanks for coming. Um, so I start at the beginning. Um, who are you? Um, what, what's your role? Um, and what do you do? Okay, who am I? Um, my name's Lorraine Randelson, and I am a lecturer in adult nursing sciences. But my role here at UEA is I'm also the course director for the adult nursing BSc pre-registration programme. Fantastic. So the adult nursing students who are on the BSc will get to know you very quickly, I imagine. They'll see quite a lot of you. Yes. And they'll see a lot of you throughout the whole three years. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully not too much. No. So, you know, but <laughs> Enough. <laughs> yeah. They'll get to know who you are. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what, what, what is your job involved? What, what does being the, the course director of, of the BSc involve on a day-to-day -day basis? Okay, so course director, it's quite varied um, and sometimes quite difficult to quantify, I think, to be fair. Um, as a course director, my role is to provide leadership, um, to have an overview of the whole programme. So that's the whole adult nursing programme, which is actually the biggest um, cohort and programme in the whole university. So it's a big programme to be looking after. Um, so lots of responsibility. Yeah. And it's about moving the course forward, about listening to students, um, about having supporting staff as well. So I provide leadership and line management to staff members. And it's about supporting their growth as well, about how we can move the programme forward, how we can produce a fantastic future nursing workforce and how we can be part of that. So you're basically kind of involved in anything, every aspect that's related to the BSc nursing in for adult nursing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so if you're not doing it, you've got oversight of it or you're involved yeah. in it or you're aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and students can will access you and come to you and can oh, speak to you and give absolutely. ideas or problems or anything yes. like that. I, I'm more than happy. My door is always open. Email teams. Um, come and say hi to me I like to think I'm approachable um so yeah absolutely love students to come speak to me um don't feel that they can't they can come with ideas they can come with any issues they want potentially dealing with you know if they're if you're struggling I can always sign if you know if you know I advisor you've got an advisor but I'm also there as well to support so I'm just at another level of support I guess is the where I'm coming from so um yes please do come and speak to me come and say hi brilliant yeah, I won't bite. You're not like <laughs> scary and unapproachable. No, I hope not. <laughs> no, fair enough. I think you're all right. I think, I think you're approachable enough. So hopefully they'll come and say hello to you. Yeah. Um, so let's go back from now. Go right back to the beginning. Um, what's your background? How? Why? When did you get into nursing? What got you to that point? Okay. Right. So where do we start? So I'm, I'm going to be completely truthful and honest with you. I'm not one of those people who desperately wanted to be a nurse since the day I was born. Yeah, me neither. Oh, I'm so glad it wasn't just me. <laughs> I have got a picture of me dressed up at a fancy dress and I'm in a nurse outfit and I'm okay. about five. So maybe, maybe there was something in it. So it was telling, it was a sign, but I just didn't pick up on that sign. Um, so actually what I wanted, my dream as a teenager anyway, was to be a PE teacher. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So that was my goal. It was, um, I loved PE. I used to get quite excited for a PE lesson. Um, so I started that journey and it was now, I'm talking about the 90s. Long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, I met my, what is, who is now my husband, to be fair. And we, I decided, uh, so I started my A-levels, you know, went to college and did all that. And yeah, I gave it up because I wanted money. Yeah. I wanted to go out and have fun and spend money, which is, oh, I'm not sure I recommend it now. Anyway, <laughs> so um, 
Yeah, so that was my journey. It didn't so happen. It didn't happen. PE teaching was blown out of the water. Instead, I went and got a job, and I worked in a bank for about 10 years. Yeah, um, logical. Lo absolutely. PE teaching, banking, you know, just... It's a perfect step. Um, so I worked in the bank for about 10 years. It was on the phone, so it was in a kind of call centre environment. Um, and I worked my way up and became a team manager, and so I had line management responsibilities. But then I had children, and that is where I now start to reevaluate my life. Okay. So I'm now thinking, okay, what can I do differently? Um, and my son was admitted to hospital for um, a, some, a surgical intervention in his early weeks, which um, the hospital were amazing. And actually that inspired me. And I thought, oh, this is it. I'll need, I need to do nursing, really need to do nursing. I always knew when I was at the bank, this wasn't going to be my long-term career goal. Um, PE teaching had gone now. That, so that's what I was yeah. like, not oh, going back to that. Yeah, I wasn't going back to that. Couldn't remember the rules of netball. Um, so I decided I wanted to do nursing. And so perfect opportunity. Well, I say perfect opportunity. My children were very young. Um, so, but I went off and started my nursing Okay, um, so you're a, a mature student. I'm a mature student, exactly. So, you know, you can do it. And I had two very young children. So I did my three-year course here at UEA. So two young children. Um, and yes, classed as a mature student. But I had an amazing cohort. And this, the lecturers here were fantastic. Some are still here today. And they're still brilliant. And yeah, um, you're now yeah. the boss of the course that yeah. you're on. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was just, how did that happen? That's just strange, isn't it? Um, so, yeah, I came here as a student. Very, very proud to be a UEA graduate and equally proud to be a staff member here at UEA now as well. Um, so then I came here for three years and did my programme and that was about just about nearly 10 years ago now. Fantastic. So you didn't come in necessarily an easy route in. You had to leave a job that had money, which is the reason yeah. you went to do, and do it, to go and become a student and then also manage that around two small children, family life, all of the other stuff that you have to do. So you kind of got to know you want to do it at that point when you go into it. Yeah, but, I think so. Yeah. But worth it. But worth it. Oh yeah, it's been so worth yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Loved it. It's been great. So then you, you do your three years here, mm -hmm. um, qualify. Where do you go next? Okay. So, um, on my journey here, my th as a three three years, um, I, uh, when I started, I didn't know which where in nursing I wanted to go. A couple of things came up, and I'm, honestly, this is a true story. <laughs> my first day um, as a student nurse, I walked into a lecture theatre. It was one of the old lecture theatres over on the main campus, and I'm up, I'm up really high. I think I was one of the last to walk in the room as well. And one of the lectures came in, and just I was like, long term goal. I knew this wasn't going to be a short term goal. I thought. That's what I want to do in the long-term future. I want to be able to teach and um, encourage the future nursing. You knew that right from the start. Yeah, I think it might have been that teaching right at the back of my brain had come back again. Yeah, yeah, it? That love and that motivation for teaching. But um, but now I'm thinking, but I can't wait to get into nursing. I want to you know, really get my teeth into nursing, understand it, so then I can be part of developing the future nursing force. So um, that's my first thing I'm inspired by in my three years here at UEA. Next thing I get inspired by is my community nursing placements. Loved it. Did my elective there, did my sign-off placement. I was just, just give me community. I loved it. But so at my first place, though, once I qualified, I didn't go straight into community because back in those days, it was like, get some acute experience first. So I start in the acute medical unit um, only for about six months. That was all I needed. Yeah. I was out to Did the community. Did enough of that and yeah, went, I right, that. I'm, I'm off. out. 
which is what I love about nursing. So um, then went into the community for a few years. Um, absolutely love the community. It's a fantastic environment to work in. You get to um, really get to build therapeutic relationships with your patients, that one-on-one -on -one, um, opportunity to provide continuity of care because you often see the same patient, you get to see a nice leg ulcer improving. Lovely. Oh, no, honestly, can't be a great leg ulcer. Um, You're speaking to a children's nurse who <laughs> spends no time with leg ulcers and doesn't, don't, they don't, don't really know why you're so excited about <laughs> I need to take you out to see some leg ulcers. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. It's when they heal, it's okay. just satisfying. That makes more sense. <laughs> anyway, enough of leg ulcers. So, um, yeah, so you get to support patients in their own home, which I think is such a privilege as well. Um, being able to provide that real, and you really get an opportunity for holistic care. So I can really care for their biological, sociological, and psychological aspects and spiritual aspects of their life. So um, I felt community was beautiful, just loved it, had a fantastic team. Um, but yeah, moved on, as we do in nursing. Yeah. And I'm sure your history is very similar. Um, so uh, it, because my children are still quite youngish now, they're, you know, primary school age. And actually the shifts were not perfect for me, but NHS 111 came up and I thought, oh, well, history worked in a call centre for 10 years. Yeah. I can put my nursing, my call centre experience together. Into one job. Into one job. I mean, you know, boom. So I'm off to NHS 111, after community. Uh, spent a few years there. Started off as a uh, 111 triage clinician, which is really, really good. So interesting. The different calls. And you would provide care at 111 from, uh, you know, one day old babies right yeah. through to... So it's the complete life course, essentially. Everyone. Yep. And every kind of presentation, from stub toes to someone in cardiac arrest so to i'm really selling it here aren't i um anyone who want to go work for one one um but it's uh, varied isn't it you it's get, you get hugely to, varied yeah anyone rings up and everyone who is ringing up at that moment in their own way whether it's a stubbed toe or a cardiac arrest is in a bit of crisis and needs that support from the person over the phone 100 percent, absolutely and i think my experience of working on the phones came in so handy yeah. um could it, it is mainly about you, you, you're triaging blind as well. So it's very much your communication skills, what you can say and how you say it over the phone. And it was about putting people at ease because they're emotional. They're in an emotional state. You just said they, they're calling and they're very, you know, anxious potentially about what it is, you know, they're calling for. It's often very, can be quite urgent. So that was my first role as the clinician, the one one clinician, but I worked up very soon to um, becoming a senior advisor, which involved line management. Yeah. You can start to see a pattern now, can't yeah. you? Um, so <laughs> then I was a line manager there for a while, and then I became, so that was in the one 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 call center. Then I became the clinical lead um, for clinical quality lead was the exact title um, for Norfolk and Waveney, which actually covered both the one 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 call center and all the out of hours um, advanced nurse practitioners oh, okay. yep. yeah, and urgent care practitioners. So I provided leadership. Uh, again, it was leadership. It was about moving the service forward. It was ensuring we meted, meted, <laughs> met <laughs> quality standards um, and support for staff and patients. Yeah. And root cause analysis when things might have gone wrong, that kind of thing. So quite a complex kind of role once you get to that. Complex, yeah. That senior bit. So you, yeah. you, you're doing that. You did that during... The pandemic when that started as well i did yes which i imagine was just straightforward oh yeah oh yeah i mean goodness you know calls we'd have people calling and i remember walking into the office on a friday afternoon and normally the wait time at that time you're talking early 2020 was 
Oh no, you'd wait at the most a few minutes. Yeah. I had pe- I walked in and you'd have a big screen. People waiting over an hour, they'd get cut off. Oh, I shouldn't say that, but they did. Yeah. Because the system just couldn't handle it. It was overloaded by the amount of calls. Completely, yeah. yeah. And it was at back at the, it was at the time where we're talking March 2020, so it just kicked off. No one really knew what to do, so they all called 111, um, which was fair enough. But we were kind of learning every single day. We were having to get the government guidance set up, every, and that was changing constantly. I got people to call back. Well, I had 500 calls to prioritise. So I was the senior advisor at that point, um, and I'd have a call of... Honestly, 500 patients, who do I prioritise? I've got a staff of 10 clinicians. Yeah. Who goes first? And that was a huge challenge. Um, Felt like I walked into the twilight zone a little bit. It was just so different. Um, I mean, but the wave passed and, you know, we we got Got on with it. it, As you do. You you cope. Yeah. Yeah. You just have to cope, don't you? You just find a way through it. Yeah, yeah, you find a way. Yeah. Okay. So that's interesting. That's that's kind of your, your career and you haven't come through the normal roots like you say you didn't want to be a nurse from being a young girl and then went straight into it you went through different routes and did it with children and and got here in the end um you took a similar route to me because I also went into thinking about being a teacher and started a teaching course (laughs) and was going to be a primary school teacher specializing in PE that was my degree I was doing and I dropped out of that because it wasn't for me (laughs) so we've kind of somehow ended up in the same place going to starting off in the same place and ended up in the same place that is amazing so there you go um, <laughs> I love that so oh. what got you to here so you're at 111 oh, yeah, you're in quite yeah. a senior role and then you moved to the university I did so as I said my you know I'd always had that career when my day one when I was here as a student lecturer oh, I would love to go and work at UEA I wanted to give back to UEA I felt okay. like they'd given me so much I was like I want to give back to them um, so the role came up. Now, again, I was always thinking you needed 20, 30 years behind you to become a lecturer. Um, but actually, that's not, that isn't the case. And I know that now as well. Um, so I took the chance. I spoke to one of my colleagues who was a colleague, but actually a friend um, who works here and just asked them. They said, go for it. You know, so I did. Went for it, had the interview and I'm here today and been here now a couple of years, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a couple of years and I'm absolutely loving it. Just yeah. Yeah, the best move. Fantastic. Made, yeah. So you kind of combined all of your things in one in your job. So you've been, you've got your nursing, you've got your teaching, and you've got your being in charge of everyone and charge <laughs> the management bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you want to put it that way. But yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. All the things I wanted, it's like, it's a bit of a career goal for me, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I wanted teaching originally when I was young. So I've now got that, but I've also got the nursing. So nursing and teaching and yeah, the leadership seems to become becoming quite a pattern in my career history, isn't it? Um, yeah. All together in one place is just, seems to be just the right thing for me. Fantastic. And w- what is it you like about working at the university? What's the appeal? Um, firstly, the students, they're absolutely brilliant and they keep me going day to day. They really do. Um, you know, they're enthusiastic. They want to be nurses and I love that about it. Um, and they want to, um, learn, develop and grow and they want to provide high quality care, which is what we're here to help support them in becoming that registered practitioner. Um, so I love the student. I love the student feedback. So please, please feedback to me every, anything and everything. I'm more than happy to hear. Um, and my colleagues are such a great team, such a great team. So everyone's so enthused and enthusiastic and um, are creative and want to move things forward. So, and I like that. And I really like to encourage that as well as part of my role. Oh, lovely. Mm. And if you had to give one tip to your students, so if you had a, a new student starting and they needed a bit of guidance from you, what would be your one tip to help them on their way 
through their three years and maybe into nursing as well. And beyond. Um, one thing that stands out, I think, in nursing is wherever you work, regardless, whether that's community, acute sector, GP practice, 111 is prioritization. You will be hit with what do I do first? How do I, you know, manage manage this bay of patients? Who do I go see first? Who can I put off for a little bit? Um, so prioritization would be my one top tip. And that will start from the days of day one as a student. I need to prioritize my academic work, my placement work, my um, home life, my family life. Yeah, your downtime. Your You've downtime got, is yeah. so important. I absolutely advocate for downtime. Um, I also advocate for study. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but if it, you do your prioritization, then you'll you'll study when you've got your time for that, and it's the important bit. But you'll schedule in your other bits of downtime, and you'll balance it. Exactly. Um, yeah. Exactly, and it's a really good tool if you can grasp that early on. It's going to help you in your nursing for your future career. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much for coming in to talk to us. Um, hopefully, you've enjoyed meeting Lorraine and finding out about her um, career. Keep an eye out for all the other Meet the Lecturer episodes um, that will be available on this channel. If you like it, please share it with other people. Um, hit a like on the, on the page. If you've got comments, questions, you can add them in as well. Um, and if you subscribe, then you'll get alerts when there are new videos that come up. And um, thanks very much for watching, and we'll see you soon. And thanks for coming. Thank you.